you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters. I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And well, surprisingly, I am here today on this Thursday. I threatened to take the the day off, but I did say we'd have to play it by ear with the Mizzou defensive coordinator search. Seemed like it was about to wrap up at any second now. So here we are, an emergency podcast about Steve Wilkes, the new Missouri defensive coordinator. I also want to get to a couple recent football commitments for the 2021 class, including a receiver and an offensive lineman, two positions of definite need for this roster. But of course, we do have to lead with Steve Wilkes, the new Missouri defensive coordinator. And actually, just for some quick background on Wilkes, he actually hasn't coached in college since I was in college, all the way back in 2005 during the dark ages but during the NFL he's really you know I I gotta say I'm a big time Missouri fan as all of you know but I follow the NFL actually probably overall I follow that league even more closely than college football and I've certainly heard about Steve Wilkes for years in fact a guy who's had a really good reputation as a defensive backs coach in particular So that alone seems like a good fit just at first glance. A guy with NFL ties, a guy who, again, is a defensive backs guru. Well, guess who needs to stop the pass in this day and age? Virtually everyone, because everybody passes now. It's not just a line up and run the option type sport anymore, right? So the fact that he leans more toward the passing game side, well, that makes a lot of sense. And Obviously, just in general, having those kind of great NFL ties makes a ton of sense in terms of recruiting. And I will say that was actually my first trait that I wanted in a defensive coordinator, was somebody that could recruit and keep this recruiting momentum hopefully going for the Tigers. And while at first glance, again, you you start diving into Steve Wilkes, his history in the NFL, if you just look at his head coaching tenure, he spent one year as the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals in 2018. This was the pre-Kyler Murray season. And, well, obviously it didn't go very well. 3-13 and 13 were the Cardinals that year. Had the worst record in the league. Their new quarterback, Josh Rosen, it just didn't work, frankly, for Rosen. And the Cardinals were terrible. And at the end of that season, obviously, the Cardinals decided, you know what, we don't have our quarterback, we think we want to take Kyler Murray number one overall, and they thought they thought Cliff Kingsbury would be a good fit with Kyler Murray. They wanted to move away from a defensive-minded coach to more of an offensive-minded coach. Now, whether we agree that Cliff Kingsbury is the right guy or not, certainly that was their logic. And I don't know that Steve Wilkes really got a fair shake as a head coach. And then the following season in 2019, Steve Wilkes was hired as the defensive coordinator for 
the Cleveland Browns under Freddie Kitchens. And here's the deal with Freddie Kitchens. Well, I didn't really believe that anybody could be as bad as Hugh Jackson was for the Browns the previous couple seasons, but it turns out, oh yes, Freddie Kitchens could be every bit as bad. So he lasted one season, and naturally, Steve Wilkes went out the door with him. So my point is, while before this 2020 campaign, obviously the last two stops for Steve Wilkes didn't end how he wanted them to, nor how his employers wanted them to. But I think we, as fans, fall into this trap of loving a guy like Steve Wilkes or currently, for example, a guy like Eric Bieniemy with the Kansas City Chiefs. He's the hot assistant in a lot of ways because he's Andy Reid's offensive coordinator. He works closely with Patrick Mahomes and one of the great offenses in NFL history. So obviously he's a natural choice to be a potential head coach. But do we really know that Eric Bieniemy is going to be a good head coach? I would argue that we don't because Steve Wilkes was basically Eric Bieniemy before Eric Bieniemy. But now I'm sure while everybody was excited about Steve Wilkes for a few seasons, like, oh, this guy, he's your next up-and-comer as a head coach, as a the, the new hot assistant – well, once those those guys get into the head coaching position and it doesn't all go perfectly, we as fans have a tendency to just turn on them completely and assume that, oh, this guy must be terrible. He must be a bad coach. Ultimately, I trust Eli Drinkwitz's judgment. And certainly, I trust him to hire his own defensive coordinator. So if he thinks this is the right man for the job, I'm all about it, to be honest with you. And considering just maybe a handful of guys on the Missouri roster have a legitimate chance to make the NFL, well, the reality is just about all of these guys think that they have a chance to make the NFL. So as a recruiter, when Steve Wilkes can go in there and say, hey, I've got guys in my cell phone who are all pros at your position, for instance, that I can call up right now. Hey, you want to talk to him? You want to you want to send him a selfie? Here you go. That stuff really matters on the recruiting trail because, again, most of these guys, whether they're being realistic or not, they think they can make the NFL. A guy like Steve Wilkes, those kind of ties, I think that can be really invaluable to the staff. So we'll see how he does with X's and O's. He seems to be a, a four-down defensive lineman type of guy so maybe that's a bit of a shift from where we were shifting under Ryan Walters but for the most part you know I'm pretty encouraged I think it's a good hire maybe I would have leaned toward Lane Kiffin's brother I believe Chris Kiffin son another son of Monte Monty Kiffin longtime defensive coordinator in the NFL but you know what Steve Wilkes welcome to the zoo and I do want to get to those football recruits, including an exciting wide receiver from the Kansas City era. But first, let me tell you about rockauto.com, a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And considering all the makes and models of cars out these days, It sure is a lot easier to just go to rockauto.com, use their easy-to-search and navigate catalog 
of all the parts you could possibly need. So go to rockauto.com right now, right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com And 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, NFL, NBA, and hockey all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. And I'll just say I'm happy that I was able to read between the lines just a tiny bit this past week when it was announced that Missouri defensive line coach Brick Haley was essentially let go. He would not be returning to the team. I'm assuming Brick was let go. I I just, I got to assume that since he doesn't have another job immediately lined up, it seems like this was a, well, we're not going to be bringing you back kind of situation from Eli. And you know what? Brick was a a well-liked guy. I'm a little bit sad to see him go, but you know what? Again, an Eli we trust. So good luck to Brick in all of his future endeavors, but certainly when you saw that move, that sort of seemed like the writing on the wall to me that, ooh, a new defensive coordinator is probably coming soon. Meaning, is this guy going to maybe bring his own defensive line coach? Maybe he's going to bring a philosophy that doesn't necessarily jive with what Brick likes to do. But either way, happy I was on standby this Thursday afternoon. But another interesting signing at the wide receiver position for the Tigers. Actually, I believe I said it was a 2021 player. Well, actually, this is 2022 wide receiver from Blue Valley North, Mecky Miller. He had offers from Iowa and Nebraska, notably 1,000 yards and 18 touchdowns as a junior based on the, of course, limited film that I'm able to work with with Mecky Miller. I saw a guy who performed mostly out of the slot, but certainly he's not a jitterbug type possession receiver necessarily. They worked him deep a lot, and no doubt he's an explosive player. In fact, gosh, the first highlight they show on his huddle package is just a spectacular one-handed catch over his head on a deep ball for a touchdown. They also used him a little bit as a ball carrier, too. And again, just a really fast guy. His his speed definitely shows up on film. I will say as a route runner, he's definitely raw. And his routes, I didn't see a lot of a lot of crispness to those routes in particular. But you know what? He's a high school kid. What do you expect? Of course he's a little bit raw. Of course he needs to be polished a little bit at the college level. So so nothing to sound any alarms about there, just just a observation. And I will say one thing I noticed too, just on one play, I thought Miller during the middle of this highlight package, he did a nice job actually on a scramble drill of he initially came open, but his quarterback was under pressure. He couldn't find him. But Miller did a nice job of working to the middle of the field and and finding an open space for his quarterback to find him. So good backyard football there. And honestly, that's one of those things, unfortunately, because 
of the nature of high school football, when you've got these really good teams often, their protection is so good, you, you don't ever see a scramble drill, quite honestly. But when you think about it, the scramble drill is actually the most run play in all of football. Now, nobody in the huddle calls the play, hey, we're doing the scramble drill. But gosh, in the NFL and college football, seems like every one out of every four or five plays turns into a scramble drill. So that's really an important skill that just doesn't really show up a lot on high school tape. So another challenge to recruiting for all of us and podcasters who like to be amateur analysts. And I do have to bring up another guy that's been recruited for Missouri coming up in the coming seasons on the all-important offensive line. But first, you know what? Let's talk betting. Are you guys ready for some football, for some AFC championship action, some NFC championship action? What do you guys think? Who's going to make the Super Bowl? Well, right now at betonline.ag, you can get odds on specific Super Bowl matchups, or you can just be simple and bet the Chiefs to win outright, lose outright, cover the spread. Maybe you think, maybe you like the over and the under. Whatever it might be, don't sit on the sidelines anymore and get in on the action. And here's the thing. If you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on whatever you deposit. So again, a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Use that promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And by the way, if you want more information about Mizzou and most importantly, the other teams from around the Southeastern Conference will definitely subscribe to Locked On SEC on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. But you know what? Another important player, at least on an important spot on the team, was recruited by Missouri in this past week. And they were secured a commitment from 2021 center Isaac Zatechka. I think I nailed it. We're just going to go with that pronunciation. But yes, young Isaac is a center. He's from Elkhorn, Nebraska, which is frankly a wonderful name for a small town in Nebraska. But honestly, I could sit here and lie to you and tell you that I'm the world's foremost expert at breaking down offensive lineman film, but frankly, that would be a lie. So what I am going to tell you is that I'm encouraged to just see this particular position being filled because obviously you could tell by Eli Drinkwitz his actual hot and heavy recruitment of a guy on his own roster, Michael Maietti, Missouri's senior graduate transfer from Rutgers this past season. Well, like everybody, Maietti had the chance to come back for a free season, and he did so. And obviously, Eli's, frankly, desperation would be too strong of a word, but just his thirstiness, I guess you could say, in wanting Maietti to come back tells you where he thinks the center depth is on this team. So just getting another body there, to me, is just an important thing. Now, will this guy end up 
being a real player, that remains to be seen because, quite honestly, you look at his profile at 247sports.com, well, his only offer that comes up is from Montana State. Now, North Dakota, North Dakota State, certainly North Dakota State's a big-time program at the lower level. They kick the tires. Nebraska and Kansas State showed some interest as well, but none of them actually extended an offer. So it's just interesting to note that Missouri not only extended the offer, it was quickly accepted, which you had to expect considering his recruiting profile. So regardless, clearly this is a guy that Eli Drinkwitz and his staff wanted. So it'll be interesting to see how his career progresses. I'm sure he'll probably redshirt this following season work on his body, work on his technique, and who knows, maybe by 2022, this kid will be ready to rock in the middle of that Missouri offensive line. And finally, call me crazy, but it kind of seemed like Conzo Martin was specifically trolling me in his press conference the other day. Now, obviously, I'm kidding here, but seriously, it was odd that Conzo was saying he went back and watched some film during the offseason of the Tigers and was struck by how slow Missouri played and how they missed opportunities in transition, saying, quote, man, why did I coach like that? Because I wouldn't want to watch that. And he kind of chuckled and added, I hope no fans heard that. <laughs> well, kind of seemed like Conzo was having some fun with us there a little bit. But you know what, Conzo? Even though you're kidding, those observations weren't totally wrong. So you know what? Better late than never. I'll take it how I can get it at this point. And you know what? Thank you guys for joining me today on this impromptu episode of Locked on Mizzou. Hopefully I was able to add a little bit of color and a little bit of entertainment to your Thursday afternoon. So with all that being said, I will see you guys next time right here on Locked on Mizzou.